Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Other Connor Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your host, Connor Halley. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Other Connor Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name's Connor Halley. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Connor Halley. Very quickly here also, if you're going to get into the old DraftKings world, Daily Fantasy Sports... When you do so, make sure to use promo code THPN when doing it. Lots going on in the world of sports right now. You've got hockey, the NFL on the weekend, a Major League Baseball playoffs uh, kind of winding down, but I think you can still get in on it. NBA in full swing. You've got MMA, of course, the PGA. Lots of stuff on DraftKings, so check it out. DraftKings, use promo code THPN. Let's get to the Oilers talk. I'm going to have Matt Awanek on the show with me in just a second. But since the last time we spoke, the Oilers coming off a 5-1 victory over the Arizona Coyotes, a game in which Connor McDavid scored his 200th career goal. The team looked pretty solid. Miko Koskinen got his first start of the season, only allowing one goal in that one. And now for the Oilers, they turn their attention to the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that we thought would be their main competition in the Pacific Division. A couple key injuries to start off the season, but those two teams meeting Friday night. Night in Vegas. It's an 8 o'clock puck drop. For your pregame coverage, tune into TSN 1260. Tom Gazzola, former NHLer, Matt Cassian, and myself will have you covered beginning at 6 o'clock. Let's just get right into it. Matthew Wanick joins me now. He is the co-host, fill-in host of the David Jamison Show on TSN 1260, Monday through Friday from noon till 2, right before the Jason Greger Show. Big shout out to James. Of course, we're always thinking of him. Sending our best wishes along. Matthew, thank you for doing this today. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Matt. I know I owe you gift cards now for doing this. And it's, uh, it's I'm going yeah, to become price. an expensive uh, little thing for me. I, I promised you Starbucks and I brought you Timbits and I can see the disappointment in your eyes. So. And it was one you said afterwards, even that the good ones are already gone too. <laughs> well, that depends on what your uh, thoughts of a good one so are. Who like, took all the good ones? You did? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought maybe you shared with other people before <laughs> no. I got my payments. Well, what's your what's your favorite Timbit? Like, I don't what's the have power them. rankings? I don't know if I have a full power ranking. I, I'm not, like, honestly, with donuts, I do like just the good old-fashioned one. Oh, then you like, know what? The, those ones are great. And even so then for Timbits, I'll eat those. Um, chocolate's always good. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, there's chocolate's the one, gone. There was, uh, it's, like a, it's like a rainbow one-ish or something like that. Yeah, there's a few of those in there. And I think there's oh, like a pumpkin one. So what are the good ones that you, uh, you chocolate. get into? Okay, chocolate. If yeah, I that's... could have my way, like when I went and got Timbits, it'd be straight chocolate. I, I think, think for Timbits, the chocolate's way. Donut, not as much. I do like a good chocolate donut still, but I think there's better ones out there over chocolate when it comes to a donut. The full donut. But if you're going for the Timbits, 
Chocolate's the way to so go. So if this was donuts, because I was going to bring in 12 donuts. That was my original plan. But I went to one of those uh, 7-Eleven Tim Hortons oh, yeah? ones. And the donut selection was like chocolate dip and then like a few pumpkin ones. And then, I don't know, fritters? Is that what they're called? Oh, yes. I yeah. like fritters. <laughs> well, I mean... You're not a fritter guy? Uh, I just, I didn't know how well they'd go over. Okay. So I... Going See, forward, I can buy some fritters, and I know you'll be happy. Funny enough about that, it's one of uh, somebody's uh, last day here in the building. Yes, it and is. And someone else bought them some cupcakes, and she was going around with the cupcakes. Does anyone want one? And I didn't want one at the, at the beginning, but I was saying, I don't like picking when there's, like, all of them are still there. You want the last I, one. I want the last, because I'm good with anything, and I don't want the choice. I don't, like, when, I'm good with making choices in a lot of things in life. When it comes to my donuts or cupcakes, I don't like making the choice, because I want them all. I like them all. I want, like, three or four, usually. And I don't know how to choose. So I like having the last choice. You just put one in front of me. Yeah, I could take that. So you actually did well with the Timbits. Okay, well, I yeah. I don't have to choose. And I think you've got some good flavors there as well. So are we allowed to say the, the person's last name? Is there any confidence? Katie Stanners? Katie? Ka- of course. Congratulations to Katie. I just don't know how many of the cross-promotion there would be. You know be what? <laughs> for listeners for, for 1260 and your podcast and Virgin Radio. I think we got to pump up Katie. She's going to... Kiss. Kiss? Is it yes. Kiss? Doing... Ah, uh, she's uh, mid-days? middays. She's going to be a music director, and she's going to be the assistant program director up there. So it's a great job. Crushing it. Is she taking uh, Kelsey's spot? Yes. Kelsey, she's Lehman? off to Toronto. Yeah, man. This, this is now turning into a radio yeah, podcast. Well, We're breaking down the city of Edmonton in the radio. People got to know Virgin Radio is just pumping out prospects here, left and right. They're uh, succeeding. Okay, well, we can talk about the Edmonton Oilers, and I mean, I, I liked our donut talk because I, I think there is a conversation there to be had about the power rankings of donuts. Very quickly, sprinkles or no? On Timbits? On donuts. I'm going to transition to donuts. It's not going to go high in my list. <laughs> that has sprinkles on it, it's probably going to stay pretty. Because they just fall off. Yeah, they, they do. They just go everywhere. That is the problem. As a kid, I loved them, but I can see why my mom was like, eh, stick to glazed or something. Exactly. A little less messy. Okay, let's get to the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, they obviously victorious in the desert last night, defeating the Coyotes. Uh, come out pretty strong. Warren Fogle scoring his first goal of the season. An absolute beauty. And even when the, the Coyotes got the gold, Dyson Mayo, former Oil King, congratulations to him. They bounced back strong. Uh, what were your impressions of the win? Uh, it was exactly what you'd want from the Edmonton Oilers. That's what I took away from that is going into the game. Who didn't think that the Oilers were going to be able to get four or five goals on a goalie in his second career NHL start? Yeah. An Arizona Coyotes team that is just going to be pretty terrible this season. I'll keep going back to just what I heard last Friday with Craig Button from TSN on the Jason Greger show where he just went, this team might not win 15 games this season. Just total. They won't win 15. They're not a good hockey team. So when you have the Edmonton Oilers and that offensive firepower, especially when you get power plays, you're expecting goals to be scored. And what we saw the two power plays combined, what, 58 seconds or something like that to get the two goals on the power play, that it's that's exactly how it should be. And when that team's as bad as they are, Mika Koskinen shouldn't be really tested last night, and he wasn't. So he's safe to go, Aaron, like, rested for a game tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. So um, they played as good as you want to see. Like, there's nothing, there's no real negative to come away from that outside of, you know, hey, a guy scored his first NHL goal against the Edmonton Oilers once again, which is just the way things are. But you can't beat history like that. Outside of that, it, it was what you needed to do and what you wanted to see from the Edmonton Oilers. And now we'll see what they can do tonight against the Golden Knights team that, while injured and while have not playing well to start this year, they are the only playoff team that the Oilers will have seen from last season this early into this campaign. I tweeted about Dyson Mayo scoring his first goal against the Oilers. Like, of course, it, it seems to be that way. If it's a former Oiler or a guy trying to get his first goal, 
tends to be against the Oilers. They get it done. Someone was like, the Oilers won the game. Who scored for the other team is meaningless. Remember, the only statistic that matters is wins. Thank you, nameless person on Twitter, for that one. I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll think though. That. A lot of other people like are saying that same thing too. Yeah. It's, just, it's what happens. And of course, it's a former Oil King. Dyson that, that adds to it Dyson too. He won a Memorial Cup in Edmonton. He's a a good guy. Like, congratulations to him. But we're going to point things out. It's Twitter. I've had far stupider tweets than that. So uh, thank you to the average bear for the <laughs> the Twitter. Uh, I don't even know what educating that he's doing out there. Um, when it comes to Miko Koskinen, obviously, you know. There was some debate. I think you and I talked about it on the Dave Jameson show. Do you yep. go with Skinner? Can Miko go back to back? After seeing Koskinen last night, or would you be comfortable with him playing in consecutive nights? Absolutely. You know, he wasn't tested too much yesterday against Arizona. It was a quieter night. So, uh, he hasn't played much this year. He played in relief on Monday, but that's about it outside of preseason games that you should be able to go to him tonight. I wouldn't want Stuart Skinner against that Vegas Golden Knights team. Um, I would go with Miko Koskinen. He played well yesterday. He played well in the relief to me. See what he can do. I, I'm one that does believe generally though that goalies shouldn't play back to backs because the numbers stay to statistically you're going to have a worse game in the second one. Then, and now look, there's going to be outliers to that. I know Minko Koskinen last year in the first two games of the season played back to backs. He had a poor first game and then a better second game, which goes against those numbers, but the numbers are the numbers. And historically, you know, that goal, you have a bit of a drop off in that second game. But what I also like from this team isn't that just Miko Koskinen's rested going into this one. Connor McDavid played 15 minutes yesterday. <laughs> Some of the forwards are rested. Like the rest of the team is slightly rested going into that game tomorrow. That, um, if Miko does have a little bit of a drop off, well, the players, I think they'll be able to step up and aren't as tired as I would have expected that it should balance out. So I'm more than okay with Miko Koskin getting the back end of this back to back as well, having played yesterday. Um, and it was one, even as I was saying yesterday on the show, it was, I see merit on both arguments. I saw the merits in why you would start to do a Skinner and then go to Miko Koskinen. But I also understood why you'd go to Miko Koskinen and see how the game goes and then make a decision for today's game, which ultimately most likely was going to be Miko Koskinen. I saw the merits. I saw the negatives to both. And um, yeah, you go ahead. You see what you can do. And uh, he should be fine. Look, he's being paid a lot of money. If you need to do this, you need to do this. And I think the Oilers team ahead of him should be able to produce as well. Um, I, I'll be intrigued. Maybe you see, do you put in fresh legs if you're Dave Tippett by, you know, Chris Russell coming in as opposed to Cuckoo? But outside of that, the rest of the team, even yesterday, they may have played a game, but it wasn't the hardest game. Yeah. And that was a, a really good point you had there. The power play, 58 seconds, scoring two goals. I just wonder, like, if you're looking at them on film and you see that, like, okay, they make that cross ice pass on one instance, McDavid threads it to Hyman. It's a goal. The second, he shoots it. Like, you try to defend one, they can go the other way. I didn't think this power play could get a whole lot better from the last couple of years, but, I mean, it looks like with Hyman and Jesse Pugliarvi's development, I mean, this this power play could be the best we've seen. Best we've seen all time in the, in the National Hockey League. Um, there's no question about that. And, uh, it, it yeah, you, you wouldn't think it could get better, but here we are. We're looking at a team that it's not going to stay this way. They're clipping at 50% right now on the power play, but... You know, it's one, can they keep that going? Like, where where can they go? What is the ceiling for this team? The last couple of years, uh, they were historically one of the best um, power plays in all of hockey. I think that they'll be able to do that, but is this going to be the best we'll ever see? And when you add a scoring touch by Connor McDavid, we always knew he could score, but not yeah. at this level. Like, And you knew one day if he worked on it, he'd get there. He's done that. It's just an element. How do you, st- how do you honestly prepare as an op- opposition coach to stop that power play? 
I, I don't know. I mean, like, and, and we've seen it for years. Like, he didn't score these beautiful goals on the rush. Then he would kind of stop up and look for someone. The first goal he had last night, uh, cutting in at the circles and then the shot go. Like, it's almost unstoppable when it comes to him. Because you, you play off him, he's going to take the shot. You get too close, he's going to go around you. Like, I, I feel like defensive just have nightmares thinking about trying to defend him and all that he can do. Uh, Matty, as we record this, uh, I know there's been some issues on the lowdown with Lotai today. We're sitting in a studio beside them and... I, I think Hernan and Jeff Walker kind of running the show now on the lowdown with low time. Oh, is Jeff in the studio now? Jeff is in the studio now. Okay, so. that works. <laughs> that works. I, I saw I was, the, the blue light go off, which well, means it's a private call. And, right, and, and I saw Hernan go answer, and I'm like, well, then who's on the air if that was tied? And I didn't see Jeff. Okay, so they at least have Jeff to help out. Yeah, yeah. Jeff slid in there. It's been something else that show today. It started with Dusty hosting because I was on the phone with Al, then I took over, and then Al was back, and then Al dropped out multiple times where I've jumped in mid-segments. It's been something else, but then now I'm doing this, so I thought they would have been good for that last segment. I guess not. No, no. So, yeah, for a little behind-the-scenes, we'll open Again, up the fourth full, wall. This is like, a radio podcast Yeah, this now. is a radio podcast. We're, we're going live right now. I'm, I'm hoping Hernan's just going to hop in I'll here. Like you're going to get him to hop in, sure. and we'll just transition smoothly into that one. Uh, he's stressed. I know you told him something. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I didn't, I don't know what's going on. So hopefully they'll get through it. They've only got a few more minutes left in the show. Um, Matt, just a, a couple more for you before we let you go. You'll be hosting the JMO show from noon till two on TSN 1260. Um, looking defensively, I, I've seen a few people that have eight crow online on Twitter saying that they were wrong about Duncan Keith and Cody Cece. Ken Holland deserves some credit. I, I wasn't overly critical of Ken Holland. I mean, I wanted to see how it played out. But after these these op- opponents to start the season, I don't think you have to eat crow yet. Let's see how no. Cody Cece and Duncan Keith do when uh, the Maple Leafs come to town. Or, you know, you're going up against the Lightning or the Panthers or the Colorado Avalanche when they get things going. Even the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, it's a little bit too soon to say, wow, the Oilers' defense is solid. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, look, I, I want. I was very intrigued to see how they can do as a pairing to start or to this season. And to start, they've played well. Like, legitimately, they have been a good pairing for the Edmonton Oilers out there as a second pairing. But it's been four games. <laughs> it's an 82 game season here, people. If we're gonna, you know, I, I remember. I think Miko Koskinen's first year, he played well through the first four, and there was a lot of skepticism about Miko Koskinen because they're like, "Well, who is this guy coming in from, uh, from the KHL? What's he gonna do?" and People are like, ah, you gotta eat crow now, and then, you yeah. know, everything that's happened since. It's like, well, no, not, not fully. It's four games into a season against four teams that weren't in the playoffs last season. I'm sorry. It's, it's good to sit there and be like, yeah, no, they're playing well. You've got to be pleased with that. But it's not a situation right now where anyone should be eating crow or bragging. Either way, yeah. there's nothing here because I don't think you fully know a team yet until maybe what the fifteen twenty game mark of a season. Let's wait a few more. Let's let's get into a stretch where the Edmonton Oilers are playing four games in a week. They've had a very favorable schedule so far this season, where they had two games last week, three games this week, two games next week. A very light October. Let's pump it a little bit there on hey people over there, you got to eat crow. <laughs> playing well, yes, I will give them that credit. Hopefully, for Oilers fans' sake, they could keep doing that. But let's wait and see a little bit more because four games out of 82, it's not enough. Oh, yeah. And, and I agree. I mean, I saw someone made up like a, a forum to apologize with. I was like, you guys, it's with all due respect to the teams they play. They're all NHL caliber franchises, but it hasn't been the toughest. I mean, Wednesday up next Wednesday, you get the Philadelphia Flyers, you get Vancouver against Seattle, Nashville, uh, New York, Detroit, like all winnable games. Then you've got Buffalo and or sorry, not the Buffalo, you do have Buffalo 
in November, but you've got the Boston Bruins in Boston on a Thursday night in November. So, like, for me, that's the one where I start thinking, okay, now is the time where you can judge it, see what they do against those teams. A little bit stiffer competition, a back-to-back against Winnipeg in November, but uh, I agree with you. Matthew, thanks for doing this today. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, anytime. Have a good show today. I know you're uh, on in five minutes. Yeah, and I don't have to worry about anything with uh, technical things because I'm here in the studio. Yeah, you guys will be totally fine. That is Matthew Iwanek of TSN 1260. You can catch him on the Dave Jameson Show from noon till 2. Give him a follow on Twitter. At Matthew Awanek, always appreciate Maddie hopping on, and now I owe him Timbits plus Starbucks and uh, I want GC. He wants GCs. That's uh, gift cards for those of you who don't understand the lingo that the kids are using these days. Uh, we're gonna try to get Hernan Salas in the studio. I can see him. It looks like he's saying no, but we'll see if he hops over. This seems like a perfect time to hit a sponsor hit. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back here on the other Connor podcast. Connor Halley here. Give me a follow on Twitter at Connor Halley. And for the Edmonton Oilers, of course, getting set to take on the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas, then they'll have a few days off before taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Assuming things go just like they did against the Arizona Coyotes, you'll have Hyman Pugliarvi with McDavid, RNH Yamamoto, and Leon Dreisaitl. Fogel, Derek Ryan, Zach Cassian, and then on the fourth line, Perlini, Shore, and Turris. Defensively, no surprises here either. Nurse, Barry, Keith, Cece, and Bouchard with Slater Cuckoo. Well, like Matty Iwanek said, if you want to get some fresh legs in there, you might go with a different option as Hernan Salas slides right into the booth. Hernan, uh, we're going live to tape right now, so okay. I haven't had a chance to stop it down. There's no editing or anything like that. We were commenting on the show that you just had with Alan Mitchell on the lowdown with Low Tide. You're with him every day, uh, Monday through Friday from uh, 10 a.m. till noon. Uh, what happened? Are you doing okay? Oh, yeah. He just kept cutting in and out, so it's just... um. It's hard because as a producer, you gotta like try to get him back. So you're like you're trying to talk, but then you can't hear him if you're live on air. So then, Maddie jumped in, and then Jeffrey jumped in to help in the last one, and then he eventually had to call in. So it was one of those things where it was just, it's Friday, yeah. and you know what, man, we don't have to work this week. It's a rare weekend off for all of us, so uh, I'll take it. Probably enjoy some uh, some grape juice uh, later tonight. <laughs> we had one on a Tuesday. Uh, the boys were at Gazola's place, and we lost him. Oh, okay. And uh, so mid-segment, they both drop off. They don't even know it. So I'm on air. They're just talking. <laughs> They're talking, clearly not even on air. So I'm trying to get things going. I'm trying to text them. I've got an engineer standing beside me, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, did he drop us? So I have to, like, quickly hop off, turn my mic off. Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. Turn it back on. Finally, I'm like, hey, those guys clearly aren't replying to me. I text Gazola. 
like, hey, Tom, can you tell them they're off air? Yeah. So all of a sudden, I can hear them come back, and <laughs> I was just like, okay. like th- These are the, mess. the problems we have with the pandemic. They're, in, in the grand scheme of things, very little, but... Oh. Yeah, well, it seems our listeners enjoyed it because they were all like, "This is great radio," and then, and, and yeah, so. Uh, but um, hopefully, the everybody's back in the building soon. We don't have to deal with this ever, ever again. Let's let us hope, Hernan. Uh, thoughts on the Oilers game last night? Nice five-one victory, beating up on a team that they should have. Best yeah. part, maybe McDavid only plays fifteen minutes. I don't know if you saw him in that post-game scrum, but didn't even look like he broke a sweat. And that's the thing. It's um. Everything worked out for the Oilers yesterday. No, I'm not going to say easy game, but they didn't have to push their big guys. Koskinen wasn't making 50 stops. Um, they started, I wouldn't say slow. I just think Arizona was a little bit better and Koskinen held them in making yeah. two big saves. And then the Oilers were eventually able to find their legs and that big goal by Fogel with just what, two minutes to go in the first. I think that really turned the tide and the Oilers are a talented team this year. And you look at their depth all over. Now and and they got quality NHL guys, so like they took advantage of a team that's not very good, and that's what the Oilers were prone uh, to do was drop games like this because they took their opponent uh, too lightly. But they didn't last night, and that's good. I, I think they got away with it against Anaheim, but not yesterday. They went out and they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Now the positive is you got you didn't they didn't get a power play till the third period. Yeah. So you got to you got a rhythm with all your lines, which is the first time this season we've seen that. It was great to see every line playing. The fourth line was all about ten minutes, which is good. That's probably what you want. Um, and you did it just didn't waste energy there, like you did. But you know what I mean. Now you go into Vegas against a team that's dealing with a lot of injuries. So I think everything's right for the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Man, you found a positive out of the Oilers not getting a power play. Like I was gonna, I was waiting for the the midpoint to tweet out that they haven't got a power play yet and bitch <laughs> yeah. and complain about it. But you found a positive, and I, I, I like that. Uh, I'm all about positivity. Yeah, yeah. I have that, I mean, it's <laughs> not, good, but it's a good point. Like they, yeah. they really. That was like a theme of the preseason. Special teams. You're taking too many penalties. You can't find a way to make. Yeah. You know, really roll the lines. And tonight, or sorry. Thursday night, you were able to do so. So that is a good point. Uh, that that effort from Warren Fogle, hey, like that. Oh. I, I don't think people will ever forget about Ethan Bear, but he he does that a few more times. People might think eh, maybe we we got the good one there. Can it be that both teams won the trade between you and me? Yeah, because I I, I think <laughs> media, I, I, no I seriously I think Ethan Bear has been really good for Carolina. I know he started on their first pair. I haven't looked at their chart uh, in the last couple games, but. I mean, why does there have to be a winner? I think both teams really got two players they really wanted, and Warren Fogle. I think he's oh man, and and unfortunate he had to do it on on uh, former Edmonton Oil King Dyson Mayo, <laughs> um, but it is what it is, and uh, it was great to see him get on the board because that line's been so good, so good. So I'm, I'm glad to see that Cassie and Ryan and Fogle they all have goals now, Connor. Yeah. Last year at this point, I don't know. I know they got better production from their bottom six last season, but it's nothing like we're seeing. And just wait till the fourth line starts chipping in too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we all like Dyson Mayo. He got his goal. He got his of revenge. Course. So, uh, yeah. And uh, according to dailyfaceoff.com, uh, yeah, Ethan Bear playing on that top pairing. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it was a good hockey trade. Both teams address yeah. needs, and if the Oilers can get a third line that can contribute – and I think Warren Fogle, man, like, I think he's going to be one of those guys that people in Edmonton learn to love, just mm-hmm. the way he plays. And then when the playoffs roll around, I feel, I feel like he's a big time player. I think that's going to be a, a real fun one to watch there. Uh, Connor McDavid, Hernan, four games played, 11 points. It, it, it's tough to, like, be amazed by this guy because every single year he does more and more. But this year, 
you're hearing about him working on the one timer. Uh, the the first goal he had last night. I mean, the second goal was amazing too. Uh, <laughs> skate to stick buries it, but that that first one where he you know he's kind of wheeling around, he cuts inside and lets that shot go. Like, is he going to score fifty this year? He's got six already. I think he will. I I know we brought that up with LT, and why not? He's the best player in the world. Like, why are we like? Well, he can't score fifty. <laughs> yeah, of course he can. I mean, look at what Matthews did. If you didn't miss those games, like Matthews was having yeah. an unreal year. Ovechkin's always going to be in the conversation. Leon uh, did it. Leon. I mean, Leon, it's there too. So yeah, I think he can score 50, especially the way he started. Like, it's unreal, man. Like that one goal yesterday, his first one was just sick. Yeah. Like, sick. And, um. And that's yeah. something I don't think he does, you know, in the first couple of years of his career. He probably looks to dish it off, but now he's like, I got a hell of a shot. Yeah, I've why got not? The confidence. Why not? Like, he's just so damn good. It's, uh, we're lucky here, man. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> Every once in a while, I just think back to the day when the Oilers won the lottery. Yeah. Watching with my buddies, like, didn't see it coming. Time to celebrate. Let's get drunk. Um, her and on this matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, uh, I believe you, I, Awanik, uh, the mailman probably all agreed that it's probably an Oilers-Vegas race in the Pacific Division. Uh, you look at this Vegas team, obviously with some injuries uh, based off yesterday, the top line of Krebs, Stevenson, Roy, second line, Marshall, Carlson, Smith, uh, Dadanov, Patrick, Kosalar, Carrier, Lestition, and Howden or Yanmark. I mean, obviously missing some big names there, but uh, what, what kind of uh, challenges can you expect from this Vegas Golden Knights on Friday night? Well, I still think it's going to be a, a good test for them. I think it's going to be their biggest test. I mean, they're still good players. I mean, the Marshall line's legit. I mean, I like Keegan Colasar. Defensively, you still got Peter Angelo. still got Shea Theodore, uh, Braden McNabb, who's nasty. So I'm not saying sitting here saying this is, oh, the orders are going into Arizona again. No, it's going to be tough, but they do get a break because they're missing some key, key players. So I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be uh, one of those. I think it's probably going to be the best game we've watched this season because both these teams like going toe to toe. So I, I still, I still do think though it's going to be Vegas Oilers in the top. I just haven't seen enough from the other. Now it's early. We're only like uh, just over a weekend, but um, I mean, San Jose, you expect to fall. Anaheim's yeah. kind of falling already. Uh, LA's one and two or something like that. Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary. Hit and miss right now, so I I still think it's Edmonton uh, Vegas. Uh, this comes from a Darren Millard. He's tweeting out that this will be the first time since February twenty sixth, twenty twenty, that the Canadian national anthem will play at T Mobile Arena. So uh, it's been a long time coming. Now, Hernan, uh, my last question for you: They're in Vegas. They're off until Wednesday. Let's say Coach Tippett is like, guys, take the weekend off in Vegas, do the rookie party. What what would an ideal weekend in Vegas look like for Hernan Salas? Wow, I'm a little wild, so. <laughs> but old. So. Some of that grape juice, like you said? Yeah, but you know what? COVID's still here, man. And mm-hmm. I know probably all the others are vaccinated, but does it look what's going on in Pittsburgh? Looks like what happened with McKinnon. Look what's going on in Winnipeg. Like, you can't just give them free range. I think you still got to have a good time, but hone it in and be responsible yeah. and stuff. And that's easier said than done when you have millionaire hockey players and a lot of them are still young and um but yeah we'll see i mean hopefully it doesn't come back to bite them what would what would you do in 20 2019 we'll say before covid what would a weekend in vegas look like for you i don't think i can say it on your podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I just have what a drink. What did you do in Vegas? Just man. have some drinks, throw uh, throw some money on the roulette table. Yeah. Uh, that's probably me. Hit up like if I'm in my twenties and I'm a millionaire hockey player, I'd probably go to a club. And, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. Just I mean, Vegas is called Sin City for a reason, right? So you're probably going to be up to no good. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is mid October, so I don't even know if the pools are still open. But a pool yeah. party is always a good time there. Um, we used to do like the club crawls, yeah, which were always fun because you know we weren't going to get into the biggest, fanciest nightclubs, a uh, group of five guys. But you do that club crawl and they they, they get you in. So hopefully the Oilers, uh, if they if they choose to have some fun and uh, have their rookie party, <laughs> hopefully they'll do so responsibly yeah. and hopefully it will come after a win because we know it'll be a lot old, more fun in that case. Old Hernan now, I would probably just I'd still have drinks. I'd like nice meals, like a yeah. nice supper. Great meals in Vegas. And I'd definitely, definitely hit up uh the roulette table uh for sure and then just relax. Like I'm not into like going out and clubbing it up, but that's the old guy. So I'm oh, thinking yeah. like Mike Smith right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, nice steak dinner. Yeah. We were yeah. we were there a long time ago and uh we went to this really nice restaurant. There was a a great menu and I remember thinking like why are we here? We're like 24. I was like, I literally got up and left. I'm like, I got buddies or the food court. I'll go get a Subway sandwich yeah. and I'm going to be okay. I don't need to spend 45 American on a little steak. We'll, we'll meet you guys at the bar or something like that. But, uh, I, I would hope and assume the Oilers would be a little different than I was at that age. And, uh, <laughs> you and I now will probably both be the same well, way. Let's go get that nice steak. I've only been to Vegas once. We went for my buddy's bachelor party. There's nine of us. We went for five nights. It was wild time. Like there, half of us had never been there, oh. the other half had been there. So it's a lot of exploring, if you haven't. Oh been there. man, it was great. Like, and we did like the nice dinner one night. Like, we got a, like a private room, and like it was amazing. And we also did the food court stuff a lot, the buffets. Oh man. Um, but it was, it's just another world there, man. It's, <laughs> I absolutely love it there. So I'd love to go to a game there. Like, oh that'd man, be great. We got it. We got it. When when it's totally safe. We gotta find a way to get down there. We gotta take the pre and post game shows down there. Yeah. Yeah. I know me and Tom were planning that. Um, we were gonna go talk to, um, the bosses, but then something came up and we had, we just said, nah, we can't make it happen. So, um, it'd be cool though, man. One day. One, one day. Man. One day it will happen. Hernan, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, man, of course. That is Hernan Salas of TSN 1260s on the Don Wheaton on White post game show, the lowdown with low tide, also locked on Oilers podcast. Two guys in a goalie. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Hernan Demand. Really appreciate him hopping in as we did this show live today, and I haven't messed up too bad yet. So we're going to put this straight to the podcast airwaves. Big thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings, once again, if you're going to sign up today. Promo code THPN. It's going to benefit you. And uh lots of stuff to be won there. Like I said, you got the NHL, the NBA in full swing, NFL's on the weekend. Of course, uh, we did see a kind of a boring game last night between the Broncos and the Cleveland Browns, so hopefully he didn't load up on those players. Uh, Dernick Johnson had a pretty good game, and I know there were other touchdowns, but you got to aim higher for that in daily fantasy sports and do so with DraftKings promo code THPN. One more time, the Oilers in action in Vegas on a Friday evening. It's an 8 o'clock puck drop, nice and late, so you can go grab a dinner, head home, and watch some hockey. If you want some pregame coverage, tune into TSN 1260. Tom Gazzola, Matt Cassian, and myself will have you covered. We'll go down to Vegas, talk to some of the local beat reporters. We'll hear from members of the Oilers today and much more. That's on TSN 1260, starting at 6 o'clock, two-hour edition of the pregame show. As for the other Connor podcast, we are off for the weekend. We'll be back on a Tuesday morning. 
Obviously, we'll recap the night in Vegas and look ahead to their matchup against the Philadelphia Flyers on Wednesday. One more time, big thank you to Matthew Wank and Hernan Salas for dropping in today. Thank you to you guys for tuning in. I think it's DraftKings, the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Connor Halley. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Other Connor Podcast. New shows drop every Tuesday and Friday wherever you get your podcasts from.